This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by Sony and the PlayStation 4. Greatness awaits. Welcome to my basement, everybody. Hello, Scott Jones. Where are you? What's happening? Oh, there he is. There he is. How's it going? Where are you going? Come over here. This is your chair. Sit with me. Hodor. <laughs> Hodor, sit. Hodor, sit with me. Hodor. Hodor, sit with me. Come on. Come on, sit. We have to talk. We have to talk about Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, it's the, he thinks that there, it, it's raining and stormy out right now. He's scared. Hodor. We scared him. We scared him with live video streams is what we did. Come on, buddy. Let's talk. We got Superman and Batman stuff to talk about. Jesse Eisenberg, where are you going? Hodor! <laughs> he is not ready. He is not prepared. His team is assembling everything. Oh, you got yourself you a shirt. This right. We went over this. You were supposed uh, to make thunder sounds. Oh, I was. I'm sorry. And I was supposed to, you know, you never but there, there's no the camera scene. following you into the corner I there. We're not actually matter. making a TV show. It's just a podcast thing. There's nothing to shoot you Listen. doing. You're cowering. Do your Hodor cowering right now. See, that's pretty good, right? Hodor. See, now people can see you. Hodor. Okay, so we can you do Groot? The... This is way too low for me. I am Groot. What is Groot? <laughs> Vin Diesel's going to be saying that in <laughs> Who is Groot? Guardians of the Galaxy. That's listen, all that he says. Listen. Yo. I've been sick all week. Yeah, I know. He hasn't been doing well. He missed the breakfast uh, television thing. What is this? You put this right over my face. It's bullshit. <laughs> I need it high. Come on. There it is right there. That's well, better. now it's way down okay. there. I all have right. to lean in like this. Yeah, it's okay. Lean a little bit. You don't have to lean at all. It's perfectly positioned for me. I'm sorry you're not a normal height. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry I, your mother I, smoked I, when I, you were a baby. I am your little limping boy next to your You know, my mother dude. smoked when, uh, when I was, you know. My mom smoked, yeah. Yeah, everyone smoked Thanks, back mom. then. Thank you. Back when we were born. In yeah, the, I should have uh, been taller. My, my brother is over six feet tall. But this is the... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, okay. Anyways. Imagine if my mother hadn't smoked. Right. I would be like Hodor. <laughs> Bigfoot. So listen, I've been sick all week. I've been going home early. Uh, you know, when you make TV like we do every day, it doesn't make itself. Well, listen. We got to get in here. Get we got to get the stuff done. We've been lucky. We've been very Five lucky. Five years I haven't been yeah. sick, and now uh, I, don't I don't know what's wrong with me. Can I tell you some of my symptoms? No. Un okay, go ahead. Unbelievable craving for uh, for Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't know. You want to I, diagnose that? I think uh, that's human. Listen, and uh, that's uh, that's uh, you've got Justin Bieber and uh, Mareford. Why do you have to say? Why You're sick of all that things? bullshit. That's you're in not the news supposed normally. to say his name I know. or the other one's I, name. Wait, how can you game, help it? My Twitter that, feed has those stupid names in them all the time. Go, I hate seeing that you're stuff. You're following the wrong no, people. No, but they're always talking about it. Those guys always infiltrate. Following garbage. It always gets into wrong people. We had good news today, though. Listen, we're not okay, talking what, about okay, that. Okay, what yet. other we're, symptoms? We're what still on symptoms? Game of Thrones. Okay, I'm not sick at all. I actually just wanted to stay home and watch the entire of season three because he didn't catch it. I yeah. watched all ten episodes. Yeah, there's this one episode where Rob Stark and his mother get killed. Spoiler! Tom, what are you doing? If you have, if you don't know by now, I can't help you. Well, you got to say spoiler before you say what happened. <laughs> it's a good thing we're a live stream. But this is. <laughs> One of the scariest things I've ever seen on TV when those doors close yeah, and you can just see it in his mom's face. I know because everybody's smiling and it looks like and it's going to be a happy thing. The band starts playing mm -hmm. this dirgeful music oh my God. and all of a sudden there's just blood everywhere. Yeah. And uh, and I was really, you know, I like this season. I think this season was good. Yeah. 
I got tired of the egret Jon Snow love story. I John like, Snow, I love you forever. I like those guys; they're amazing. No, I just I like I like that that fire. It's great. And I, and I, I like the climbing I the re- wall. I all really, that stuff was incredible. I'm talking. Okay, all right. I, I, you, I understand. You're talking you, with me. But There's you, two of us. Talking. You can tell me okay. what you like after oh, I finish I telling okay, you the things sorry, I, I like. Get the script. Okay. I got a little bit tired of the oh. love story. I got a little bit tired of how they just happen to wander next to their camp into what looks like the Playboy Grotto. There's just <laughs> this, this sort of hot tub mineral bath where they make love for the first time that is totally ridiculous. Well, it's 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 television. I know it's television. Yeah. But you know what? This show, and this season got really a little too sadistic for my taste. Right. Poor Theon Lovejoy. It's I'm like, not even going to say spoiler. Well, I don't want to say anything more well, than who, that. Who do we, uh, yeah, House, who do Theon Greyjoy. Yeah, from who House do we Greyjoy. end up liking, right? I mean, that's that's part of it because they don't live the people that. Well, that's what I also figured, yeah. and we haven't reviewed it yet. But yeah. either pe- people live too long in Game of Thrones, or they don't live long enough, and those are the only two kinds of characters in the show. Right. And it's like the people who are still alive, I can't even believe they've lasted this long. And the people who are dead, I can't believe they're gone. Well, I think that there is this, uh, you know, constant dread. That's really palpable and wonderful about the show. It's and then it's the way that Joss Whedon creates fiction too. You know, it's it, nobody is safe all the time, and that's really compelling. That I makes, love you, Jon Snow. That makes for great, great television. And I love you, Egret. <laughs> is that her name? <laughs> they don't have the same Ingrid, accent. Egret. 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 Yeah. I said it right then the first yeah, time. Yeah, I think I think they're great. She's she's a beautiful woman. And too. there's still lots of stuff yes. in uh, Ga- Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't get all of it. I don't understand, you know, the the, the wilding well, lady. That, that's what's wonderful. But I'm just going to tell you one thing I don't understand first before you start to answer. Okay. Okay. But that's what's great about the Blu-rays. You're though. still going ahead. Yeah, but you can you're, watch you're them not, a million You haven't times. even listened to but what that, I said. Okay, go ahead. The last time you listened to me was 1998. That was a great year. I feel like your your ex-wife. <laughs> Honestly. Listen to me first I'm before listening. you start to answer. I'm but that's I'm, you I'm, think I'm, you know where I'm going. You don't know where I'm well, going. Well, you're go. saying that there's too much. I hate this much, microphone where this too is much today. To track. I'm sick. I'm going home. <laughs> You've watched no, all the, ten episodes. There's, there's, there's nothing the, for you there's to do. the the wilding lady or whatever yeah. her name is yes. with the 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 kid who was with Bran, and suddenly she decides she has to leave the group. Yeah. I why? don't fucking know why. Right, I right. have no idea why, you right. know. And, and and this is what I do with every season of Game of Thrones. I pay attention as hard as I can with all I've got. Yeah. And I still feel like there's things that are just outside of my realm of understanding. Can I speak now? That that's why wait, the Blu-rays wait, wait, are wait, good. Wait, wait, wait. You've got a little more to say. No, now, I just wanted to make you wait okay, a little now bit longer. Now I can speak. That's why the Blu-rays are great because you can watch the show again and you can get I don't more. I think detail. I'm going to go back and watch it again. I think that because I bought the. It's a beautiful piece of work, though. Talk. Oh, I'm not allowed to talk when you're talking. No, one at wow. a time. Is one of your symptoms you've turned into an asshole too? As you gotten sick? I don't think I'm being an no, asshole I'm at sorry. all. <laughs> I think I think there's just human decency to one another. We listen and we respond. Okay. We don't talk over no, one another. I know you're used to working with Tommy Tellerico. We're communicating. Where you had to fight. We're sharing. You had to push each we're other out of the way. Discussion We're points. not sharing. You're yes. not sharing anything. Uh, I'm, I'm You're yelling right answers at me. I'm right here with you. I don't feel well this week. You've done pretty good, though. Hodor! Hodor. You feel like Hodor. All right. And Inside you want to talk about Jesse Eisenberg. I do, because that's pretty right. I don't want to news. talk about it. You can talk about it. You're not excited? Time. You don't think that's good? Well, you're not excited because you're down and no, you feel I, miserable. No, I, I didn't like Man of Steel. I have no interest in this the next abomination. But the casting of Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor doesn't... It's not going to make the movie better. Might not, but the casting of Lex Luthor, Let's Jesse Eisenberg as that character, you don't, you're not excited about that. You don't think that's a good, exciting 
kind of conclusion or decision. What's your Super Bowl prediction? Uh, I want the Seahawks to win, but I know they're not going to win. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and t- tell tell everyone. Well, get, just get your Jesse Eisenberg. I, I think out there. it's cool because I think it's there's a little risk to it, but there, it also makes sense, especially you know post uh, Heath. Where are you going? Odor. <laughs> especially post Heath Ledger and uh, and the stuff that they you know the 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 risks that Nolan took with him. He kind of proved that you could uh, you could skew young. You could go for somebody that wouldn't be top of mind. Everybody was thinking that uh, uh, that the Breaking Bad guy was going to get it, that Heisenberg was going to be Luther. That's what I thought you said when I came in this morning. That Cranston was going to get it. Yeah, that's what I thought you said before you went out. You said, "Oh, Heisenberg is the." uh, Oh, that's what I thought you said. I'm like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's shocking." Right. Everybody thought. Yeah, everybody thought that Brian Cranston was going to be Lex Luthor, and they were talking about it at uh, at Comic Con. So I think it's great that they're going a little bit younger. Uh, He's probably closer in age to to Henry Cavill's Superman. I think. I think it's good. I think it's going to be a good matchup. Okay. I'm excited about him and Jeremy Irons as uh, as Alfred. What do you think of that? I don't have a comment. Don't comment on that. Jeremy Irons. Oh, he was the one in uh, my left foot. No, that's Daniel uh, Day-Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. I don't Lewis. think Daniel Day Lewis would ever play Alfred. I don't think he would go for it. I miss Michael Caine. They can't bring him back. I know he's old. Can you do Michael Caine? You got a Michael Caine in you? No. Mr. Wayne. Listen. I don't want you to go and fight Bane. That sounds like Bane as well. Hodor. Hodor. So listen, I brought a prop into today. Now, this is actually in our office. This that's- is... Uh, from Assassin's Creed, Black Flag. That's Edward Kenway. This is what you get if you are uh, Victor Lucas and uh, you review video games for a living. This is our shared office, Edward Kenway. Now listen, I want you to look at this edition. very closely. Yes. Is it just me or does it look like he's letting out a big fart? <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's uh, farting. He's about to kill somebody. No, it, does, it does the, 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 the coat is billowing, yeah. Maybe he's, he is farting. He's dancing a jig or he's farting or he's doing both and he's... He's killing someone? Well, I think there's probably a lot of gas passed when you're getting into action like that all the time. <laughs> because your nerves are... You're, I mean, up. honestly, you're about to kill a bunch of people. You're, you're probably know. letting some go at I the same time. that's another one of my symptoms for my disease <laughs> is uh, I have Game of Thrones. I can't stop watching Game of Thrones. Yes. And I'm farting like you wouldn't believe. I don't know if we're going to be able to do the Batman, uh, the Ben Affleck stuff. What are you the, talking in, about? In review, like we were going to review all of the Ben Affleck movies. I don't and, want to do it. I feel like it was a fun idea that was a better and idea. And then we on thought paper. about the work on it, and it's we'd have to look at a lot of movies, yeah, and a lot of them that. would be really hard to watch again. Yeah, I don't want to watch. Yeah, that. I don't think we can. And do I it. think we we know what the answer is going to. That's the thing is like we know what the outcome is going to be every step of the way. Yeah, that's, it's too predictable. Right. So we're not going to be doing that on the show. Well, we'll we didn't even ones, know we were going to say this. He, we're going to watch the ones that he's got coming up. And we'll see if he's got any Batman in him in the movies that he's got coming up. Okay, I had he's a got th- two or three. I had a thought I wanted to share. Do okay. we have time? Yeah, we have time. Are we out of time? We're out, we're out of time. I had a thought that I wanted to share in today's show. <laughs> and I've been thinking about Laura Croft and Tomb Raider. Okay. We had uh, Dan Sochin from United yes, uh, we did. Front Games, UFG. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're playing the home version of uh, the live streaming podcast. Right. Um, and Dan, of course, was a senior producer on uh, on the definitive edition yes. for the Xbox One yeah. uh, version of Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about, you know, like this game still doesn't sit right f- with me for uh, some obvious reasons and some reasons that I still don't understand. Um, and, I, you know, I think Crystal Dynamics did a, a great job, delivered, uh, a, you know, an incredible experience, blah, blah, blah. 
But there's something so outdated and out of touch about having Laura Croft be so ridiculously attractive. Because I was thinking, again, we always say this on the show. This has become one of our new phrases for the year. Yeah. In fact, we might, we might put it on a bumper sticker and sell those on the website. Yeah. We live in a post-Last of Us sure, world. Sure, 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 yeah. Where Ellie and Joel seemed like very real people. Nobody was, you know, I mean, Joel's, he's an attractive man. And, uh, but he still seems very real and very credible. He seems like somebody who could, you know, he might be your downstairs neighbor. But you know? Laura Croft wasn't envisioned like that from the beginning. She was an ideal. She was a superheroine. And she was the first. And so there's an Amazonian Wonder Woman, you know, high fiction kind of quality about the character. And they had to start with a model, uh, like a character model in the game. And, it, it, you know, back in 1998, when that first game came out, there were no female leads in video games. And they started with a busty, uh, sexualized character. And they've they've got a tradition sort of, you know, built in with that particular character. But how about this? For a concept, you, you take her out of the ridiculousness of the fiction. Right. You know, in the same way that Nolan worked hard to make Batman real and believable. Right. And make her a real person. Like, make, give her three dimensions. Well, that might be the next iteration, you know, the next reboot. But that I we think get that's what's later. missing from right. this. Now that I've played the game twice, that's the thing that just doesn't sit right with me is it just seems absurd. It just seems so ridiculous to me. And, and again, I want to be grounded in real world, worlds and I want to be connected to real characters. And I, I, there's, I don't really there, I mean, there's feel real, that those things are there. There's real growth. I mean, it's very video game-ized. I mean, there's, there's a, uh, a progression in her, uh, you know, it's, obviously it's character stats and things that we see in video games all the time. But she does grow in the context of this game fiction, which I think is pretty, pretty damn cool. She's not... You know, at the beginning of the first Tomb Raider, she was already doing side, sideways rolls and flips and shooting with two guns and taking down dinosaurs and stuff like that. They did kind of make this a little more down-to-earth than previous Tomb Raiders sort of tried to be. They took out it the just dinosaurs. Feels, it just feels bigger, you know, it feels closer to Uncharted than The Last of Us, but with a lot more menace and a lot more violence. There, see, there, you're better. Perfect. Hi. Hodor. But I, I hear what you're saying. It's definitely not the the. I hear what you're saying. The fiction quality so of the last of us. So refreshing when we can hear what each other is saying. I, I always hear what you're saying. I listen to you, buddy. Uh, but it's uh, yeah, it definitely doesn't have the maturity in the in the storytelling and the crafting no, and no. the and the character or definition. Any or, real characters yeah. to to root for. But it's fun. It's super fun, yeah, and it's also really condensed. Good. And it's, uh, it, you know, it sort of ushers you into the story and you can get right into the story very quickly. It's not like this open world thing, but it doesn't have the, uh, 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 the sort of slower paced, um, you know, introspective exploration elements of The Last of Us. I, I mean, it's a little tricky to sort of compare these two games. It's not really. I think it's... They came it's out a, within months of each other. I think other. it's a closer f- connection between Uncharted and Tomb Raider. But even Uncharted seems a little ridiculous now in the rearview mirror. Sure it does. Yeah. After sure The Last does. of Us. And yeah. I, I mean, and I, I would, you know, the new game I'm actually excited for because this is a company that has... They've grown. ...created The, uh, the Last of Us. Yeah. And, and now of whatever's going to happen with Uncharted is going to be through the lens of The Last of Us for them. 
Well, I think that the industry in, in general, I mean, has to learn from something like The Last of Us or The Walking Dead, you know, where the the viciousness of the combat is, uh, it has real weight, you know? And that's the thing that, that I really take away from those two games is, is uh, I, there, when you shoot somebody or, or stab them or kill them, there should be some sort of feeling there. It shouldn't just be a button press and a mechanic and it's just part of the game design it there should be like oh my god look what i just did to that guy i never feel that way when i, I, I did people, with the last of us i really did i mean when you a threw, little bit at the beginning but then by the time you know you've, you've killed hundreds of people well by that the has more game. to do with the game length and the uh and the repetition that's built into the video but still, game what if right what now. if you had what if you had a video game where you just had to kill one person yeah i think we need then to, what then I, what? I think we need to do something like that. I think that'd be kind of cool. You know? What if that person was Hodor? <laughs> well, isn't... Uh, well, that was the great thing about watching the last, or not the last of us, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Is that was the first time I've been really excited about anything in a long time. Like, right. I just, I couldn't stop watching. I got I just, you down, didn't I? To the point where I just, I was exhausted. But the I last few weeks it. I got you down with, with Vic's basement talks, didn't I? I wasn't down. It's just that I haven't really, there's not, what, what's there to be excited this, about? The, I'm glad January's over. I'm glad that it's over. There's some good stuff coming down the pipeline on the, uh, you know, uh, last generation consoles. And there's some good stuff coming on, uh, on uh, new generation stuff. Thief is the big one for me. I can't wait to play Thief, but, uh, um, you know, I think we're going to start to feel a little bit more connected to some new cool software, and I'm, I'm getting excited about that. And I'm also getting excited about, uh, you know, that Game of Thrones is coming back in April, and we're starting to see a lot more announcements about Star Wars and, and uh, uh, X-Men and, and Captain America and stuff. There's, there's some good stuff coming. I don't know. I like, I'm not feeling I like so Game of Thrones. Out. I like and Game that. of Thrones. That, that, I really like. That's it. Yeah. I'm getting a little tired of the whole spoiler thing, the Khaleesi subplot where she has to free all the slaves and she's getting just such a, it becomes a little too, she feels like she's got a, a God complex now. She's changing. She's becoming a little, you know, just. She survives being burned. She, she's in control of she's dragons. She's the mother of dragons. Yeah, yes, I wouldn't I feel, wouldn't you feel a little godlike if you had those abilities? Yeah, I guess so. But it just, it's, I don't know. It's, it's like, that feels like that's all she's doing over the course. Of, well, if there are slaves there, I must go free them. She, she gets a little annoying. She's claiming her power. I think that's awesome. I love how you're defending it. I think it's incredible. I think just it's watch great. her free slaves everywhere. I think it's a great part of the story. I like, I like all of that stuff. I know that there's some threads where I'm like, I don't really care about those people or I don't really know what's happening in there. But I love... Khaleesi's central I do stuff. too. All, all of the scenes are great. It's yeah. just it's just the slave freeing stuff. She gets well, that's it her, just gets a little too self righteous. That's her army. And speaking of slave freeing, the uh, Ottawale uh, downloadable content that has got me completely psyched about Assassin's Creed Four. Have you started to play any of that stuff yet? I don't know what that it, is. This is the uh, this is the guy that's freeing slaves in uh, in Haiti in Port-au-Prince. In, uh, in Assassin's Creed 4. He's one of the, the minor characters in the main story of the game, but then you get to play him and command stuff. And it's more of the same gameplay, but there's a little more resonance because he's running around and he's actually taking care of, uh, you, you know, he's, he's killing all of these slave owners and, and uh, uh, property owners where he's got slaves working the land and stuff. And he's got to be very stealthy. And there's an, there's an instant reward for all of this 
killing. It's not just you killing a bunch of... I guess uh, it just feels a little too didactic. Sure it does. It just feels like a school lesson that I don't need to be told again and again and again. I get it. Slaves are bad. But, you know, it's overly familiar. And a show that is so original in so many moments... Sure. I don't. I don't need it. It feels. It feels like a school lesson. Yeah, but it also shows and illustrates that these characters have a conscience. You know that there is some but virtue you, in this world where their leads can be killed at any moment. But do it one time. Right. You don't need to do it multiple times and then be carried around a crowd, well, crowd surfing. It's to give us someone to root for too, because who and and they're fading fast. You know, it's like who, who oh, there's still lots of people left. Yeah. But who with with good intentions is going to, you know, claim that throne? Who's going to be the real leader in, in this sphere? You know, I, I like all that. I haven't read the books. Who do you think is going to claim the throne? I don't know. I think it's going to be Joffrey at the end. You think? No. Oh, my God. I think it's going to be Bran. Yeah. 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 Ned Stark's heir. He can't walk. That'd be cool. Hodor. And Hodor be right there. Hodor. What would they what would they call him? The hand? He'd be the hand of the king. He'd be the Hodor of the king. <laughs> With not a lot to say. Oh man, what a, it's such great shit though. I love the I love the fiction of this world. Not enough to ever read the books. Yeah. I don't have that kind of stamina. Yeah. But uh, this is enough Game of Thrones for me. I just I don't. You know what I'd like to find out is what the viewership is for it. Because like, I doubt that it's very high. And HBO is still sp- spending tons of money I on it. I think it is very high. I think that these things sell like crazy, and they're they're starting to commit to the entirety of the book series. Well, let's 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 get some facts. All right, I think and end the speculation. I think it's done very very well for those guys. I, mean, I know, but get, still, it's like what three million viewers they get. What do you think? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But I know that even Breaking Bad, you know, like at its peak, maybe the last episode had nine million viewers. I think it's done very well. I think it's done very well. I mean, they they're comparing it to everything else that they've spent money on. But I think that when these guys go to the conventions and stuff, they get slammed. And I know that they they have all of this external. Uh, market like HBO gets a chunk of all of that stuff. Every T-shirt I'm wearing, Game of Thrones shirt right now. It's an exp- you know? expensive show, though. Like that's got to yeah. be one of the most expensive TV shows in history. Yeah. And they you, shoot you all over the place. I don't know. I mean, clearly they clearly dough. they decide that it's they've decided they're that it's worth tons it. Tons of dough. Are okay. we getting any questions, Josh? Uh, I have a few things. Are you bored with our conversation? No, it's good. I'm just I, okay. I see you looking at your phone over there. Yeah, I got uh, Johnny Knuck two says, "How the hell do you guys not like True Detective?" By far the best written, acted, and directed show on TV right now. No. Um, so some uh, Johnny Connect Two asked about True Detective and why we didn't like it. I was just flat out bored, and I was taken out of it by the uh, uh, the hammy performances and just the it just didn't sit well with me. I feel like if they had cast two unknowns in those roles, uh, it would have been fix better. It. Let's just leave it. Just say but you I, don't like it. I, leave I, it at that. I wasn't. I wasn't happy with it. Yeah, it, it was, was shit. I hated it. Yeah, it I was, never want to see it again. It was boring and and uh, so uh, I I don't know. So oppressively dour. And every time that McConaughey had a monologue, it just it just felt so forced and fake. And we got some stuff about the Lex Luthor. Um, Malcolm Claude said Lex Luthor being younger than Superman is going to be odd. And Justin Smith asked, are people even going to care about Batman versus Superman by the time it comes out? Wow. So some hate for Jesse Eisenberg from a... from well, not uh, hate. Just a one, well, one was an interesting observation. Are people, people going to even care about Superman versus Batman? Yeah, for, of course people are going to care. I mean, I think this is uh, these are all calculated business decisions on these casting uh, calls. But I'm, I... I think Jesse Eisenberg, I'm a fan, man. I'm, I'm a fan of him, and I'm a fan of this property. 
Uh, so I'm excited about him being in that role. But the other thing he said was uh, about Jesse Eisenberg being younger than Cavill. Isn't it yeah. going to throw off the fiction? I don't know how much younger he is. <laughs> Do you think it is? I, I think they're I pretty know. close. For the Game of Thrones thing, yeah. uh, the finale brought in 5.4 million people. are doing our research for us in real time. The finale brought in 5.4 million viewers on uh, on Game of Thrones. That's pretty sizable for HBO. And those are subscribers, right? They're paying for the subscription, mm -hmm. and then they sell the Blu-rays. So they're doing well. We don't know how well they're doing. They're spending a lot of money to make call, the show, too. Should we call up Mr. Hello, HBO? Hello, Joe HBO. Are you there? <laughs> Any other questions? Uh, nothing yet. Nothing yet. All right. Okay, cool. What are you What are you going to be playing this weekend? Anything? More HBO? More Game of Thrones? No, how much? There's no more. I've watched it all. What are you going to do? Watch all the special features? Yep, I will. I don't even know where they are, or where they're buried on the Blu-ray yet. Uh, mostly, I'm just trying to feel better. We're supposed to go see the Lego Movie tomorrow. Oh God, yeah, we're seeing the Lego Movie at nine o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Ten, well, ten o'clock. We have to be there at nine. I'm excited though. I want to see this thing. Uh, might be bad. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. This the name of my new podcast. It's called It Might Be, might be Bad. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of cooks in the kitchen on that. Yeah. And so that doesn't always, I don't know. Just every sounds like licensed character. Through a lot of uh, licensed characters, a lot of Hollywood voices, doesn't necessarily add up to amazing cinematic experience. Yes. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. I hope it's good. <laughs> Why? What are you laughing at? <laughs> Might be bad is what I'm laughing at. Might yeah. be bad. Mightbebad.com. That, that's, that's my new website. Let's get that thing right now. Uh, so we're seeing that next week. Monuments Men. Go ahead. Might be bad. Go ahead. No, I'm excited for Monuments Men. Excited for that, too. I might be bad. Excited for Superman, Batman. Yes, I am. Keep, I, let's keep making the list of things I, 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 excited these are, for. These are things that uh, that are percolating for me, absolutely. What about you, being excited it, about human interaction? I'm excited about that, too. What about being excited about having lunch with your friend Scott? Let's do that. Absolutely. I'm excited about that. Why am I in the that. short chair today? <laughs> I feel like I'm on Letterman. <laughs> Are you tell me you are not excited about Monuments Men? Doesn't that look cool? No. It sounds really? little, it seems a little ridiculous. How, why wouldn't you be excited about that? Who cares, World man. War II, Clooney, seems like Damon, a story I really don't need to Bill hear. Bill Murray. It doesn't matter. Clooney's directing it. Doesn't matter. He doesn't he doesn't pick crap stuff to do. He's a busy boy. Nobody picks stuff that's self-serving for him. Sure. He's got to look good in it. He's got to be the, the hero. That's the game. Yeah. He grew a big mustache for this part. Good for him. I'm, I'm happy for I him. I think he's got a mustache. Uh, Remember when you had a mustache? I had people asking me to get you to grow your mustache back. I can do anything you want, people. Want me to start now? <laughs> Listen. You just want to go home and heal, don't you? I just am not sleeping so well. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't, yeah. I like, usually it's been you who's been down on the podcast. Now it's, now oh, it's transferred week, over, yeah. Last week I went in a public pool. That's where I got sick. Right. Listen, kids, if you're watching this, don't go in any public pools. If anyone tries to get you to go in a public pool, say no. I have something new to show people. No one wants to see that. Something. <laughs> something. Oh, that. Okay. <laughs> something new has come into the basement. This was for being one of the uh, Kickstarter backers mm -hmm. on uh, Republic. I actually went and got this thing Ooh. framed. And I don't know who, who did the art, but it's awesome. I did it. Did you do the art? Yep. I love it. And Ryan Payton, when Thank he was you. here, he signed it. Thank Isn't you. Isn't that cool? Isn't that a great poster? Can you guys see that? 
Did they, they might not know who Ryan is. Uh, Ryan Payton is the guy that started Camouflage. They should know. He's been on the show a couple times already. <laughs> and uh, this is Hope, the, the main character from Republic. Yep. And uh, uh, the game is great, and more chapters are coming, and I love this. I Guys, love that I got, we... I got something to show you. What do you have? What do you have? <laughs> <laughs> the tour of the basement. One day we're going to have to take the camera off the tripod and actually move around. Uh, so, uh, listen... Uh, yeah. What else is going on in the industry? Nintendo made some big uh, dis- announcements. Iwata is going to take a pay cut. Well, not uh, what I heard today. Okay, update us. Is, is uh, that they are thinking about mergers and acquisitions? Murder? Who are they going to murder? Mergers. Joe, I mean, there Sony? might be some murders. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, they basically they're saying is they don't know how their business is going to shake out in the next couple of years, which I think is probably endemic of the entire video game industry True right now. everybody. Uh, and so they're opening their their uh, idea tank to anything, and uh, something crazy could happen. Imagine if Sony and Nintendo merged. You know what? How much money you got on you? Uh, about uh, about two bucks. Put it there. I'll pool in my money, and we'll just call up Iwata. And we'll see if they, yeah. they want to merge with uh, EP? EP. EP Nintendo. Yeah. Mm, never work no why, you don't no, like it would not work why what do you think they should do you know i don't have any answers for them come I mean, on everybody's got to like solve nintendo I, I, thing i don't i mean it's it's you know i mean you keep talking about just porting all their old games to I, ios devices and stuff like that but that doesn't really do anything for me or for you no uh, or them or the, the developers that are working there right i mean i i want to see some innovation i think this is been the big question for, for everyone mm-hmm. right now is like wh- where do games go from where they are right now and and we haven't seen a lot of needle moving you know certainly not as much as we've seen in the past um i don't think and that concerns me i don't think it's from the gimmicks though i think what we've had since the Wii came out and then you know move and and connect kind of followed along and uh rock band and all of this stuff i don't think the uh, you know the the industry sort of claiming its space as a as a, uh, a medium that needs the recognition of other media out there uh, is going to be derived from there being this hooky little gimmick thing that no, looks good not, on nightly news. It's not about gimmicks. That's, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying, no, if but, I'm understanding you. yeah, No, but I think what they should be focusing on, Nintendo as really the, the savior of our business, the, the ones in the 80s that said, no, 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 video games are cool. Let's invest millions of dollars and come out with hardware and figure out a whole uh, distribution system for getting these things into different parts of the world. And they did that with the NES, and they, they had massive success with the Game Boy and all of that stuff. I think that's where they should go. They should not try to get us looking at several different screens in order to get our entertainment. They should just focus on what is the core fundamental connection that we have with pixels and sprites and polygons and cool characters and great gameplay, and give us that. And I think that they've got a really good foothold with portable entertainment and they have understood how to get us entertained in front of a television set. They need a hybrid system of some kind that taps into their nostalgia, but also just, you know, evolves gameplay, evolves playing games. I don't think health, I don't think, uh, you know, bands or wearable technology or goggles or glasses or triple screens or whatever else they want to, or 3D, any of that stuff is what, you know, gamers want, they want to be entertained by core mechanics, great characters, and lots of interesting innovation in in game design. This and is, Nintendo is good at that. They're, they're not really. The reality is they haven't made anything new 
in decades. Well, they've iterated on what they've excelled at. I am sick of the shit. I'm sick of Pikmin 3. I'm sick of the new... I don't want to see another Mario Kart. I know it's fun and it's Mario Kart and there's Donkey Kong driving a thing and here's a red turtle shell, but this time it's got... What what can you do? Drive upside down and in the water. uh, Kiss my ass. Like, I'm sick of this shit. They haven't really gone out on a... They went out on a limb with the Wii. Yeah. And that's... That was a big limb, and and they it worked out for them. I, but they have. But from a game making standpoint, besides adding motion controls to a Zelda, they've done. They haven't done anything. They've they've continued to go back, drawing water from the same wells for so long now. Well, I think they used to build new shit, and they the, don't build new shit anymore. That's what happens to this industry, period. That's what happens with a lot of these different game companies. That's what everybody's criticizing uh, the Call of Duty franchise for right I, I now, is everybody goes back to this stuff. Now, you can say that about Nintendo, but the truth is Nintendo has done more of that innovation than most other companies out there. You know, they've built more different ways in to these experiences. If you throw in Star Fox and Metroid and, you know, they've built this catalog of terrific experiences. And then what they've done since the Virtual Boy is every every time there's new machines to come out, they, they have to kind of introduce this new super reach with the way that we are going to engage with the content. And instead of just refining and finessing and spending money and resources and research and development on uh, new game design, uh, you, you know, using technologies that are accessible and inexpensive for people, they're constantly engaging us with these new toys, these new gadgets, these new gimmicks. And those are not the, the things that are you know, ultimately proving to be a success for these oh, guys. I mean, give me new characters, new worlds, and they new could do stories. that if they refocused what they're they spending their money on. I can't remember the last time they created anything original. Well, because they're coming up with new screens and they're coming up with 3D effects and all that stuff. I mean, I'm ha- of half of their company is is uh, you know hardware uh, um, toys. You know, like what cool toy does do, do kids want to play with right now? And they should shift that focus and that those people into uh, you know, innovative content. And I think that would, that would be a huge thing. And I think if they went with, uh, you know, a, a fairly powerful HD device that was capable of running the resolution of, uh, you know, of the Wii U or maybe slightly better, but also was a portable um, that was focused on one screen and they said, okay, th- these are the specs that we're going to work with. Just come up with lots of different games to work with that and made it an accessible price that would be a, a huge success for them. You know, the Wii U's fine. They just didn't release any software for it. Right. Nothing. It doesn't matter if we have a high-definition portable device. I hear what you're saying. They spent a fortune on developing the Wii U. They, well, sp- they spent a fortune on that. They didn't spend a fortune on making new games I know. It. That's what I'm saying. Right. So yeah. we have this piece of hardware yeah. that... It doesn't really do much. Well, and, and they, it also kicked their ass because it, it wasn't as easy to work on as, as it's been in the past. And it's all HD. So their art uh, library, you know, the artists involved to build HD assets are huge. You know, they learned the hard lesson that every other developer in the world that trans- transferred to HD last gen had to learn. I'm so sick of buying the same goddamn games from Nintendo. Yeah, I bought the same games so many times. I've given them; it's almost become a charity. Well, I've given and, them so much money. But if you talk to Nintendo, that's what all their retailers ask them to make as well. And because they hear from their, you know, nostalgia-loving audience out there, 
that wants those same games. They want those experiences. Doctor Luigi, you that was terrible. I, I would have a hard time finding enough people to fit on a raft that would that. wanted that yeah. goddamn thing. What an abomination! <laughs> That's what do you funny. guys think Nintendo should do? We got any anybody uh, chiming in about Nintendo's Hodor. right now? Yeah, we got Mihi12 saying, how do you guys feel about the Nintendo's non-wearable health products? How do we feel about Nintendo's non-wearable health products? Non-wearable? So that sounds like a disaster. That sounds like a disaster. Does it go in the butt? <laughs> Where does it go? Does it tell <laughs> that would be an interesting game mechanic. In <laughs> I mean, you would get my attention. If it, if it went up the butt, Scott would be happy about that. I don't know. You got one of these Fitbits. You stopped wearing it. It broke. Did you put I it had the Nintendo. I had the Nike one. Is it, it around broke. your? Is it around your peen? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just that one comment on there. Just on Nintendo. Hodor. We got some questions about the uh, PS4 and Xbox One games set to come out. Uh, yeah. The ten dollar increase. Yes. Justin Smith asked that. Oh, about in uh, the ten dollar increase Justin in Canada. Justin Smith. That Justin sounds, Smith. That sounds made up. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I, I I think it's too expensive. I think games are too expensive. I wish they were cheaper. Oh my god! You I, know, I feel like I want to put this whole medium in a coffin. <laughs> what do you mean we're going up ten dollars? Well, I think they're all. Like, what is this? I think the dollar is is taking a hit in Canada, and I think the the prices in Canada are adjusting for that. I think that uh, that's what's going on. I think that there's there's. Uh, uh, the, the Canadian buck is worth 90 cents to the American dollar and people are not at par anymore. So it sucks. I, I wish that there were more ways in. But I mean, uh, you know, one of the one of the cool things about uh, buying physical now is that there's lots of ways to get, you know, use, price, use prices on the games and, and wait a little while. You Stuff know, goes th- down. I was thinking about that when I was watching the Blu-rays of Game of Thrones, Hodor, yeah. and... Uh, like it's such even watching a Blu-ray is such an antiquated way to right. consume media at this point because I have to go to get the goddamn disc out of the thing and then I put it in and I gotta watch twenty minutes of warnings and previews before I get to the goddamn menu <laughs> and I'm like I just want to get to the show I my life is short I need to just see the show it's like and, sitting in the theater right but I, I watching all of that pre-show but, stuff. I mean I, I you know it's I got we got these review copies from HBO yeah which we're very grateful for yeah uh, but it's like if I bought this thing like why do I have to eat all these ads before I just get to my to what I want and you know all the stuff we've been buying all the stuff we've been reviewing on the show has been video on demand yeah or Netflix and boom, you're just watching it. Yeah. You're just watching it. That's all. And it just, I, I can see why disc-based media is going to go away. Yep. Just getting that, that barrier between you and your entertainment out of the goddamn way is what needs to happen. Still, I think it's cool to collect the stuff that you love, too. You know, I still think right now it's still pretty fun to collect the stuff that you love. I didn't need this Blu-ray box set. I just needed, like, a digital version. Watch my 10 episodes. That's enough. You, you, don't, you don't like all the behind-the-scenes and the I mean, what do you do? You watch stuff. them one time? Yeah, well, I mean, you put it up on your on your shelf, and you know that it's uh, it's a part of your <laughs> Listen, love. Listen, I'm your dating. Collection. I can't have women coming over and seeing my <laughs> Game of Thrones they, shrine. Dude, the women that you want to date are fans of Game of Thrones. Thrones. All right? Maybe if, that's true. If they're not fans of Game of Thrones, you're dating the wrong women. Okay. All right? Okay. So take those Jane Fonda workout tapes off of your... That's uh, not what I have What do you either. have up there? I have, you know, like manly stuff. <laughs> like uh, 
you know, like stuffed badgers. I think it's too soon to go. I mean, I, I was pushing towards just this all digital thing until we started downloading Xbox One and PlayStation 4, yeah, 50 gigabyte eat games. Eat up the whole hard drive. Yeah, it's yeah. like, we're t- it's too soon. And our, our bandwidth in Canada is is terrible. There's all kinds of caps on this bandwidth. stuff. I the speed is good, but you're only allowed to download a certain amount of stuff. And really? at the, and if you go over, they start charging you per gig. It's terrible. Really? Yeah. Even with the one I use? I think so. Yeah, I think there are there are like 200 gig a month limitations on stuff. Maybe we have, that's why my bill was higher last month. I it does go up. It. Yeah, too many episodes of Cheers, and then whammo, you're paying more for it. I do stream a lot. It's crazy. No, you can you can get hit, and they're they're all doing it because they're all all of the the ISP owners also own all of the cable television and satellite stuff. I feel like this whole show has been bad news today. Well, it's it's stuff that's happening right now. Uh, so let's get some good news going on. Okay. All right. Can you leave your phone down for one I, I minute? I turned it off. You I didn't. It it's off. still going. It's, I can well, see it. No, I, I, but I turned off the sound. Close it up. That's enough. We got good news. I was playing Ollie Ollie on the Vita. Man, have you been playing that thing? No. It's awesome. It's awesome. There's some good news right there. Bam. Skateboarding game, 2D. It's like Cannibal meets uh, Tony Hawk. Addictive. I bought it because I saw Sean and Marissa uh, review it on the show, and it's awesome. Fantastic stuff. I didn't play it. I've been digging the EP live interviews that we've been doing. That's been a ton of fun yeah, as well. Can you believe we got to beat Megan Rath? I know. It was awesome. I send her, I follow her on Twitter. She doesn't follow me back. <laughs> you want to go home, don't you? No, I'm okay. I'm good. I'm yeah. good. What, what else do you need to talk about? I think that's it. I think that's, uh, How that's, much a, that's do, a show. We, we've had a full week. We've are we packed in time? all kinds of stuff. Did, do we have any other people asking us questions about anything? Uh, we had one more question. Miki12 asks, uh, any DC heroes you would like to personally see uh, in Superman versus Batman, cameo-wise? I think they've done enough. But I do want, and I know that you want this too, because you're a huge fan of, of Arrow. I do want Stephen Amell in the movies as Green Arrow. I so I don't, I don't know if he needs to be in Superman versus Batman because, they're, man, they're filling this movie up. It's, it's going to be like uh, Baskin-Robbins of uh, DC. Let's save some for later, but I want Amel as, as our Oliver Queen. He's great. How about this? Yeah. How about this movie? I just came up with this. I jump around, man. <laughs> Legolas versus the Arrow. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody? All right. Make it? That's uh, two Warner Brothers properties, properties right yep. there, right? Could, could yeah. happen. You think they're going to keep going with Lord of the Rings stuff? I don't know. They'll you know, probably find some obscure Tolkien text you somewhere and Peter Jackson will go to... No, I, there's it's still an money industry to be now. Made. Yeah, yeah, it's so an industry. It's like Harry Potter. Well, I mean, Jackson done. won't direct them. They'll, they'll hand it off to some of the uh, visual effects people or something like that. You think they'll do it? Maybe. I think they'll do I it. I don't know. I'm okay. I don't need any more. I'm full. They got uh, the Harry Potter lady to come back and do some more movies. You know what? Talks? They're going to do it. Moolah. Moolah. And you Money know, hose. You know what walks? BS. <laughs> That's what they say. That's today's motto, folks. Is there anything else? Were we supposed to do anything today? Uh, well, we're supposed to tell people what they should be playing or watching, give them some recommendations of, of some stuff. Uh, I'm still watching uh, The Twilight Zone on Netflix. <laughs> Last night I watched, uh, I watched an episode... About a man who was wrongly convicted of right. a crime. Right. So what they do in the future is they they don't put you in a prison. They send you to your own private asteroid in space. Right. So once every three or four months, the ship will visit you, and the ship will drop off supplies. And he's so lonely that he just is happy to see the ship. One time, the ship drops off a lady robot, and he starts. <laughs> 
he got kid. He starts. He hates the robot at first. He's just like, I know you're just a robot, but she's very attractive. And so eventually, he uh, does it look like a robot or is it looks a lady? like a lady? Okay. She's just a lady actress, and he, and uh, so he develops a connection with the robot, and they fall in love a little bit. And they sit outside and look at the stars. There's and hope for you yet, man. In and the future, uh, and right then there. the ship comes back one day, and yeah. they, they come running across the, the the desert on the asteroid, and they're like, "You've been pardoned. You've been pardoned." But we don't, you know, we don't have room for your lady robot. Only you can come back to Earth with us. And so he's just like, "Well, what am I going to do? I like this lady robot." <laughs> Adventures in uh, 1961 or something like that. When was when 59 was the is when the late 50s. Yeah. So yeah, Vic's basement recommending entertainment from 1959. No, Twilight Zone season. <laughs> I think there's only two seasons. They're both on Netflix. I know yeah. I've said it before, but I'm still enjoying it. It's an awesome it's show. A great show. Absolutely yeah. incredible. You, know, you, you got anything else you want to share that you've been secretly? You've been busy. Uh, I mean, we've been busy. We shot like crazy this week. I downloaded that microfile thing the lego star wars uh, shooter you made fun of me for playing that thing yep. it's pretty fun it's different it's the lego universe but uh here's it's one my of these, review it's one of the bullet hell type <laughs> games so i i've had a little bit of time to play that i've i've loved the dlc in assassin's creed 4 absolutely think you should get that we've got a review coming up of that and on we've the also show got dlc the operation broken eagle yeah for, for uh, dead, dead rising, rising 3. 3 so more zombies to kill yeah. and we liked uh, three night stand which uh, i think airs today which stars megan rath yeah the show uh they gave megan! us they gave us the movie to watch <laughs> stop stop doing <laughs> She'll never come back to the show. Hodor! You could do that. You could do that. No, but Three Night Stand is worth seeing if you can uh, find it in a theater. Do you think there's any posters of Hodor out there? Yeah. I would like to have one. He's a celebrity. I would like to have one framed on the office wall. That's how (laughs) You are our Hodor, man. That'd be awesome. No, but that's how big the show is. The Hodor guy is famous. He's a big dude. Literally. Hodor. Yes. Hodor. Uh, so let's go. You want right. to go, go home? Uh, I do. I mean, we don't, not together. Yeah. We, Separately. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for watching, everybody. So long. You want to do video Stitcher? Stitcher! Video! Stitcher video? Is that I, a, I don't know. Is that a thing? I don't know, but we have video. Do we have any now. sponsors? We don't have sponsors. Yeah, thank you, Sony and the PlayStation 4, and thank you, EV Games. Are those sponsors? Yeah. Sponsors of ours. We love you guys. 